Time for rolling. The right targets. That is one trade. T Tigers is still pretty healthy. Tries to jump in. He finds one. This is a big turnaround for Liberation X. They might get the third. They might find an ace here. On to Lost Boytop. Surrey Strike is not oh. enough. The Godwin goes down. He might go for Donna Twips. He's gonna get one. He's gonna get two. Lost Boytop. Oh, Lost Boytop. He does it. He gets the two versus one turnaround under the turret. He lives two. Welcome to Time for Rolling Esports, the weekly podcast that brings you Vainglory Esports. From predictions to recaps and analysis, we present to you the best in professional Vainglory. Now, here's your hosts, Inglis and Krugsloth. It's Time for Rolling Hey, it's Endless guys. Before we get into today's show, I want to tell you about our new sponsor, Mobile Esports. If you're like us here at Time for Rolling Esports, then you love mobile gaming. Mobile Esports is a company passionate about all things mobile esports, just like the game we love, Vainglory. They are currently getting ready for the G Fuel series, which will showcase top mobile titles like Critical Ops, Clash Royale, and Vainglory. These will be one-day tournaments starting with Critical Ops on November 27th, Clash Royale on December 2nd, and Vainglory on December 9th. To keep up with these tournaments, make sure you follow Mobile Esports on Twitter at esports underscore mobile, or visit their webpage at mobileesports.org. Links will be in the show notes as always, and enjoy today's episode. Hey, how's it going, guys? Endless here, and welcome to episode 57 of Time for Rolling Esports. Uh, it is a sad day and also an exciting day. We don't have our normal Vanglory 8 to be predicting. We're not going to have our normal picks. We're not going to have all that discussion. So, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to do something a little fun. Have a little free flowing episode here. Uh, we're going to start out, we're going to do a little draft. Uh, belligerent, crude, hello. I forgot to introduce you guys. How are you guys doing? Oh, hey, I forgot we were on a podcast. Oh, hey. Hey, hey what's up? Belligerent sounds wonderful now. That is, uh, I like I like that sound. Crude, are you doing good? I'm, I'm pissed. All right, what's wrong? Don't give me this. Uh, bef- before the episode started, we had to pick numbers to draw on who went, and uh, I got last in the draft, and I am calling bull crap on this. I think you guys colluded whatever it's called, and you guys went against me, and I have to draft last. Why do I have to draft, draft last? You know, what I should have done is I should have just made it how we finished in our fantasy little points the last season. Oh, no, you should have made that? it opposite, because whoever, whoever loses the most always gets the first pick in the draft. That's true. Even better. Which we kind of are there, because Belligerent would go first then, and then just Crude and I need to switch. Anyways, whatever. Uh, so yeah, we are going to do our draft. We are going to pick five players um did we i this is a bad time to be asking this but we're doing both eu and na if we want to do eu correct uh yeah i didn't put them on the player list but if you guys can think of them off the top of your head feel free all right so we'll probably stick around with uh mostly na maybe add a few of those all-star eu players so um 
I have my team. I know it's not going to work out how I exactly want because our rule is obviously, just like normal, any type of fantasy draft, if that player is picked up, you cannot claim him for your team. So it is going to be kind of strategic to try to pick which player we want, which player is most important on our list. Um, so, Belligerent, you... Any, any, any last words before we start this? Is anyone any any shit talking? Anything we need to say? You guys are already uh, lost. Mm, okay. uh, he, I'll let the talking. I'll let well, my actions oh, do the talking. Okay. There we go. <laughs> and his actions are backwards, as you clearly heard. Actions for podcasting. Love it. <laughs> okay, so I have our names written down. I will keep these teams belligerent. You're I actually have it on the spreadsheet. But uh, okay, should I pull that up or? Ooh. If you Hold want on. to. This uh, is great podcasting yeah, right now. Everybody can hear us talking about spreadsheets and shit. This is great radio. So yeah, is, let me ramble endlessly and fill the dead space while these guys open up the spreadsheet. So who do you guys, if you're listening, who right now you got to think in your head who's going to win the draft. And if you're not thinking of me, you're wrong. So, yeah. Well, you kind of said that you were going to win the fantasy yeah. uh, pick them, but, you know, you didn't do that. So that'd be kind of dumb for them to pick you because you haven't really wanted anything yet. Uh -huh. All right. Sure. Keep feeling that way. Shit talking has commenced. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Belligerent, would you like to announce who you picked? <laughs> Gabe Vizzle. Gabe Vizzle is off the board. Captain number one. Uh, you know what? I think that's kind of smart. Get those captains out of there. Uh, you can go ahead and put Evol down for me. I would take Evol, my man Evol. Yikes! Uh, give me a second. I gotta scramble now. <laughs> no worries. Take a look. At, take a look at the list. Um, uh, you know, Gabe and I, or not Gabe and I, Belligerent, of course, has been a person who has, uh, you know, said that Evol is pretty close to one of the best captains so maybe belligerent's gonna you know have a little flex pick with that gay vizzle we know belligerent he's pretty smart he's maybe holding that gay vizzle pick to a flex at the end we'll have to see i am so torn right now hey belligerent, between you put evil on my name and take it off of crudes oh my bad hey <laughs> hey are you guys screen sharing screen share with me no no it's in the the freaking google you know the cloud oh, we were just talking oh. about before the show my you know, bad, you use my the bad. cloud, everybody can see it, that kind of thing. Yeah, 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 whatever. Shut up. All right, back to, okay, I'm going with Keanu Nukoa. Oh, my God, EU right away. Wow. All right. If this thing would actually let me type, there we go. Keanu. So we all have claimed a captain at this point. Maybe, maybe. We'll have to see. Belligerent yeah. is on the clock. Crude already throwing the curveball in there. I know. Uh, not exactly. You know, not sure what he has planned here. I'm kind of kind of interested now. I am going to pick Flash second. So there's the flex. I knew it. <laughs> he left it open. Well, and, and one of the reasons that I'm going with Flash is I just believe that he's probably the best strategist in the game, and that's what a five v five team is going to need a strategy. So. Uh, shot calling, you know, between him and Gabe, the shot calling's got to be genius in the strategy. So, yeah. I mean, if if we take a step back before I make my pick and look at Crude's uh, first EU pick, is is 
Keanu the best captain in E in EU? Is that the best one to take? Or you know, Hegman, he came in there for SK, played really well. I mean, if you're picking picking someone from EU, you gotta pick the best one at least. Well, See, of the well, two you just mentioned, one of them's going to Worlds and the other one is sitting at Yes. Home. Oh, okay, Thank you. Okay. okay, I don't need to say anything now. And not to mention the other uh, Keanu has been with G two and been playing well, I guess I can't say he's been playing longer. I don't know how long Hegman's been playing, but as far as I know in the VG eight scene. Keanu's been around for a while. Um, so, Hegman, wasn't he Red Abyssin? Or am I yeah, wrong on that? Something like yeah. that. Okay. Still, I'm still going with Keanu Nicola. I think Keanu Nicola is the number one captain in Europe. Yeah, I, you know, I can't necessarily disagree with that. I think there's uh, probably at least one or two NA captains I would, that are on the list that I would pick over him. But yeah. Well, Flash X was right there. That was my hard decision. I, my three were Flash X, Gabe Vizzle, and Evol, and the other two got taken, and then I was deciding between Flash, Flash, ugh, Flash X is my third or Keanu, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to throw a little curveball. We're going to go a little European here. So, All right. All right, so my pick is in. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and lock down I Love Joseph. Um, you know, probably one of the most consistent junglers out there especially uh you know with his teammates Gabe Vizzle in old school so I think I love Joseph is going to be my top jungler all right so that leaves open best Chuck NA for me I'm going to take best Chuck uh obviously arguably one of the best laners in the game uh you know with the 5v5 you know top middle bottom whatever wherever he goes whatever however this ends up working out a lot of unknowns still but um, you're going to need someone to handle that mid lane from if, if we go off of league, you know, a lot of pressure in the middle lane. Uh, I think best Chuck could probably do that. the best. So I'm going with best Chuck. All right. That's a good pick there. Um, <clears throat> decisions, decisions, decisions. I think that I am going to pick truth. The I am going to pick the playmaker. I I think I honestly think that Truth is probably the most mechanically gifted laner, at least in NA. Uh, makes some mistakes in three v three. I think five v five spreads that out. And having a, a you know, again sticking with the traditional five v five kind of um, format, you're going to have your glass cannon carry down in the bottom lane with a captain. Uh, by his side almost the whole time so i think with you know being able to ramp truth up to the late game and put really nothing on him but offense uh with a captain to to kind of babysit him the whole time i think that would be a very dangerous proposition okay truth was interesting that's not who i thought you were gonna go with but um kind of makes my decision even harder but i think i'm gonna have to go with dnzo uh, I think Zio is, you know, one of those players um, that always performs well on the stage. Uh, always is a. I would, I would probably say, I don't really know him personally, obviously, but I would think he's a pretty good team player. Someone who uh, can mesh well with my other team I'm building. You know, I'm gonna look at how uh, people are behind the scenes and how they may work out as a team all together. But you know, I can throw Zio pretty much anywhere. Maybe throw him in that mid lane. Uh, even in the bottom, like Belligerent just kind of said, have that gas, uh, glass cannon type uh, 
type hero on him. So I think Zero is a, a pretty strong pickup for me. All right, I like that pickup. It's a good one, but uh, I think I'm gonna. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with Hammy. Uh, Hammy is he's been really good in the lane for Tribe. Um, I think he is. Or I'm sorry, not Tribe. That's Dnzio. <laughs> uh, Rogue. Sorry. Uh, I think he has been one of the top laners in A and NA uh, up there with Best Chuck. He has a lot of potential, and I'm gonna take him as my third pickup overall. All right, interesting. Old school still on the board at this moment. Von C still on the board at this moment. Uh, so some some pretty good names there uh, still left. T Tiger still left on the board, and of course all the EU players except Keanu. <laughs> and my next pick. <laughs> Don't do Come it. Come on, Kevin. Do Hondor. Dark no. Potato. Tetno JJ. Oh, Tetno. Okay, okay. His fanatic boy. I really like Tetno. Um, I, I know that fanatic has had their struggles, their ups and downs, but I feel like Tetno is uh, very consistent and, you know, somebody that can hold a lane by himself, not necessarily have to be babysat, not put himself in too many bad uh, situations. So I'm going to throw that in there. Just because you know our laners are getting spread a little thin in uh, in the NA scene, so I'm gonna throw that one in there as a curveball. All right, well, I'm I might as well get my uh, EU player out of the way and pick one up at least. Uh, so you know what, I need Hondor. Uh, I think Hondor, you know, he puts Cavalfar run for his money. Hondor is obviously going to Worlds, so I'm going to use the same argument as Crude and say he is the one laner from EU going to um, Worlds. Hondor does a lot of great interviews afterwards. Uh, seems, <laughs> like a, seems like a nice kid, so I'm going to put Hondor on my team. Maybe a mid lane, maybe a little uh, attack damage carry. Ooh, I was Bad lucky... Pick. I was lucky that you still had some laners left because I wanted to go back to Europe for my next pickup. Um, uh, no, you know what? I can't do that. I can't. I have to pick Von C for my jungle. So I was going to go with Tyrus, but I think I'm going to go with Von C. Von C and Best Chuck no NA fear, on the same fight. team. No fear, just fight. Uh, you know, one of the best teams in NA. I got two of the players on my 5v5 team. I'm feeling good right now. Yeah, I, you know, I I love Von C in 3v3. I'm not sure how the 5v5 map is going to cooperate with him. Uh, I feel like the rotations and the plays just have to be that much more well thought out and that much smarter. And sometimes I feel like Von C struggles to make the smart play as opposed to the no fear, just fight play. There may be less area. I mean... Um, you know, on 3v3, he just has a small portion of a jungle he has to control. So I think he did a, a he does a good job in 3v3 of just being that nuisance and just kind of dominating. So 5v5 may change a lot with more people laying down vision, more people controlling the jungle. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting to see. You know, that's a good point. Which players are going to be able to adapt well? Some players that maybe aren't, you know, crazy good right now. We You know, we may say... Uh, you know, anyone, I'm not going to specifically name anyone, but someone who just hasn't been that star top uh, player may, you know, all of a sudden shine in 5v5. Um, so let's see, let's see. Belligerent's your pick, right? 
It is my pick. It's actually my last pick of the five. And God, there are so many that I could pick here. Yeah, um, there's a lot. I think we could do a super sub to end these rounds. There are a lot left. Oh boy, but I am going to be the first one to put two EU players on my team. Okay. And if this thing will let me, I'm taking Cavalifar. That's the one I was going to take. The reason I'm taking Cavalifar, and to be honest, I think there are probably stronger laners left in, in NA, like old school. There are, you know, stronger people that could probably flex out of the jungle, things like that. But I was sitting here trying to think of who I want to be my top lane. And typically your top lane is going to be like a melee laner, a bruiser, a tank type player. And I really just can't think of any laner that plays melee laners better than Cavalivar. That's That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. He plays a lot of Rona. Exactly. Rona, Black Feather, just kind of all yeah. of those. You know, I could definitely see Cavalifar pulling like a Weapon Power Arden up in the lane or something. Ah, so. that's that's my key right there. You really are top laner is going to be uh, a strong, a very high defense, high health hero that may be able to build weapon or crystal path that normally doesn't. Maybe we see a, a Catherine up in the top. You know, that blast trimmer in a five v five situation. Ooh, that's going to be crazy especially if you don't necessarily need her in that captain role. Oh, you know what I did forget to put on here were the new additions to the VG8, but... Uh, PvP, Kaz, Shaded? Yeah, and uh, Hello Kitty, Erica Kane, and Naris, Naris, I don't know. The the really (laughs) good captain from Hazard, whatever his name is. Well, I mean, I mean, it, it's only three people picking five v five. Honestly, not that they're terrible, but like, there's a lot of other people that to pick up first, especially yeah, since we brought in EU. Much more proven picks that we would have taken anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. So, is it my turn? No, nope. believe it's my turn. Nope. No. Nope. Yep. Yep. Nope. You're right. Uh, I'm gonna end up round out my uh, my top my quote on. He's no traditionally a jungler. But someone who I may think is comfortable <clears throat> on some of these bruiser heroes, maybe a little jewel up top, maybe a little triple shatter glass jewel. Uh, actually, I think Truth is one that played that. So, uh, yeah, but I, I am speaking of Lone Delphi. Uh, I think Lone Delphi is was one of one of my favorite players when he was on Echo Fox. I said that he's a great player. If he got to go somewhere else, maybe shine on another team. So I'm gonna round out my my starting five with Lone Delphi. Interesting. All right. Good pickup. Yeah. Um, so I think it would just be wrong if I left out old school uh, as my last pickup <laughs> because, you know, let's be honest, he's on C9 and that team is extremely good and he has a lot of, uh, you know, great mechanics. You know, he's been one of the top NA laners as well. I feel like I have some of the best laners, you know, old school Hammy and Best Chuck. That's a pretty <laughs> solid team right there. So who's your, who's your top? bruiser type hero that's gonna play that weapon power Arden. Hammy. Hammy, Hammy. yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's, that's why I, I went with Cavalifar. Like Hammy was my idea for a top laner. <laughs> oh, okay. Um yeah, you know, because he plays the black feathers and things like that. He's he's pretty pretty adept at the weapon carries. Uh Best Chuck has even been known to pull out some of the uh, melee laners. So that jewel. Yep, yeah, that jewel. So 
Do you want to do a yeah, super old sub? School. We can go. We can do a sub. Do Hell, a we can do Zeus two subs if you want. Um. Hmm. All right. Well, I, this. Uh, oh God! It's like there's three more that I want. <laughs> uh. <laughs> God, because like those two are so good. Oh, do it. All right. So I'm not going to say who I think is the best player left on the board yet because I don't want you guys to add him to your team because I'm not picking him, unfortunately, just because of the way that my team is already built. Um, I'm actually, and this might be a little surprising, but I am picking up Starboy. Dang it. Because I feel like he is the kind of the jack of all trades player in the game right now. Um, you know, played captain to a very high level for Noah for a long time. And captain is not even really his preferred role. So he has the ability to, to jungle, to lane. So he'd be able to fill in anywhere we needed a sub. So to me, that just kind of defines super sub. So. That's why I'm going with Starboy. Uh, over the other two players who I think at their given positions might be a little more talented than him. But, yeah, that's that's who I'd go with. You got all this background information that we don't know, all these secrets. It's bullcrap. We're at an unfair advantage. I mean, I, I was going to pick Starboy up because he's hilarious, and I think he'd be a good person to keep the camaraderie up. So uh, <laughs> that's why I was picking Starboy. But Blager. not the same region belligerent was, but yeah, yeah close. <laughs> I think at the end of the day, we get the same same worth out of them. Um, okay, so Starboy, Super Sub. So now I have to do a little audible, figure out who I want to do as my Super Sub. Uh, you know, there's there. I see one player that I know particularly is probably one of the best ones out there. I'm curious who's blid who belligerent thinks is the last one that's the best. I'm gonna skip over him as well based off of my team. I'm gonna go back to EU. I'm gonna pick up one more EU. I'm gonna go pick up Dark Potato just because uh, you know if I don't want um, Lone Delphi in the top, Dark Potato is someone who's played you know those weapon power lances, kind of played some of those uh, you know off not not off meta but not your not the what they were intended for roles. He definitely plays some alpha pretty well maybe alpha and top lane could even work i know alpha is seen as a jungler but i'm gonna pick up dark potato i think he has played some crazy crazy um matches on some different heroes that would be good in the top you know you just mentioned something that really makes me like my cavalifar pick even more which is the fact that he can lane lance so That's true I mean, like, he lanes Lance better than anybody I've ever seen. Not that it was really a thing. It used to, like, I used to lane Lance, but that was a long time ago. But, like, he understands how Lance's hit hits all of the minions. So he will actually, like, walk past the front minion to put more damage on the back ones and then back up so he can kill all of them with one hit. Like, phenomenal Lance lane player. So, yeah. So we, we did say that this last pickup was a super sub right correct yeah okay uh can i pick up druid is it too late to pick up Druid? no we're in na and eu na and eu oh, uh, druid is like all right sick right now i don't even know how good he is 
No, he's good. He could be in a hospital bed, and he's still going to Well, according me. to the Vainglory video, he's the best player in the world. So, The Vainglory video probably also said that Ingenious guy was playing, and he has been playing with him for four years, and they still haven't changed it. Yeah. Yikes. Shots fired. Wait, they said what? So, all right. What's the captain, the old captain from Rocks Armada? At, Willie? No, at Ingenious, Ingenious, I don't know how to pronounce it. Ingenious was Ingenious, their yeah. captain at Mobile Masters when they came out to New York. Uh, He's who took over after Willie. Correct, yeah. And they then they picked up someone else after him. Oh, they picked they, up a PQQ. Yeah, yeah a PQQ. Anyway, and sorry, I didn't want to break up a whole another region. Sorry, but <laughs> I'll just try to be funny. But you failed. Uh, I think my uh, yeah, no, I didn't. I think my last one is gonna be Tiggers. Ah, oh, dang! I really was hoping you were gonna pick up someone. That that was one of those two that I was looking at and just yeah, you know, he's too good, man. He's I mean, he's 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 the Flash X, the other Flash X, I think. Yeah, uh, Tiggs is like a like genius level IQ, oh I believe. He's super smart. He competes in oh. chess. Yeah, I would have I would have picked him as my jungler if I didn't go the Gabe Mizzle Flash X route. Uh, but I got to put Gabe in, in the jungle there. Um, yeah. So. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. so Bledrin, who was right. the last player left that you thought was super good? Uh, he's the player that, okay. So here, I want to ask this question and I'll give you guys first shot. So if you, if you were forced to, you have to take one guy out of your lineup and pick somebody who wasn't picked. What would your swap be? Um, if I had to take one person out, um, looking at who's left, hmm. I know mine. No, I know mine. Um, I'm going first, so you can't take mine. Uh, I Dianzio, he was my bottom laner, maybe that crystal type, you know, build, uh, absolutely blow people up, make crazy plays late game. I'm going to switch him out to the other truth, which is starting all over, even though. No, that's no, well, no, it sucks mm-hmm. to suck. Uh, so yeah, starting all over was probably the the playmaker. If we can ignore all issues around that, I would say no. You don't get to ignore all issues. Okay, well then I'm screwed <laughs> having him on my team. <laughs> yeah, I kind of put myself in a tough situation with a uh, truth and Starboy because they both get kind of on a roll trolley. But my my thought there is Flash and Gabe can probably keep those guys. In the <laughs> Uh, so now I have to go out no, on a limb. No, you can find... do the same one. I know. I got one. I got one. All right. So... Uh, I think I would. I think I would sub out Von C for Tyrus because I was already struggling with that enough. I think Tyrus is one of the top junglers in EU, and I think he's a very good jungler. Uh, so yeah, I think I'll have to go with that one. I know I'd lose. Right, so I don't know. I gotta ask a question here. Just based okay. on you. so you would you would legitimately pick Von C and Ty Tyrus the Kangaroos. I don't know how you say his name, but you would pick those two over Tiggs for your jungle. Uh, yeah, probably. Wow, you want you want Tiggs to be your super coach, your super sub super <laughs> yeah, coach, like, like Sweet J. That's that's kind of where I yeah. I mean, I want him as like the brains. All right, so if I had to make one swap because it was one that i wasn't sure about like i picked flash for his strategy uh and things of that nature but if i was going purely on like skill i would swap out yeah. flash for wrecked hmm. flash 
for interesting. Rack. Oh, Wreck. Okay, yeah. Forgot about him. Um, yeah, I, I thought Wrecked was the best one left on the board, but I already had double captain, so I didn't really need to go captain backup as well, although Starboy's kind of captain, but um, yeah, so I just figured like if we you know, if we had to drop a captain, then you know we could flex Gabe into the captain role and put it in a you got, jungle or you got something. a lot of captains. Yeah, Gabe, I do. Gabe is I, I also think that captains are the most important uh, role on the in the game. Oh, I agree. I agree. I play captain, so yeah. I mean, yeah, of course. So I'm gonna throw this out there because we all love this player, but he ha- hasn't hasn't made it on our team, but. You know where where's Zeno? Xenotech have a place anywhere? Yeah, yeah oh, I mean, Zeno's definitely got a place. Absolutely. Like if I hadn't thrown some EUs in there just to make yeah. sure EU people got in there, I'd like I'd swap out Tetno for Zeno and not not really think about it. Honestly, I threw in the EU players just to kind of make the conversation uh, interesting. Same. I like uh, Tetno. I could swap out for Zeno and be uh, comfortable with that. Um, for sure. Like I, I really like Cavalifar, his ability to play those bruisers, um, you know, could also like Xenotech is a good flex there. Like I could swap Starboy and Xeno because although Xeno's not a captain, I already have two captains on my team, so I don't really need the backup captain. So Starboy for Xeno. I mean, there's trades where I could definitely get Xeno in there um, that I would be absolutely comfortable with. I feel like just a lot of junglers overall got left out. I mean, just because you know you have the top, middle, bottom. But. Yeah, and you know there there aren't a lot of like you don't really you don't really know how a jungler is going to behave necessarily in the lane, you know, because junglers don't get challenged for last hits all that often. Um, I think laning is much more focused, intensive than a jungler. Jungler gets to kind of like frolic through the jungle, uh, make rotations and try and gank somebody and then go back and frolic through the jungle is where the laner really has to be adept at focusing on those last hits, not getting ganked and and rotating down when a fight breaks out in the jungle because there's no turret for the jungler necessarily to retreat to. So, um, you'd never really know like an amazing jungler may not be any good at lane uh so yeah i think that's why we yeah so then i'm gonna do the opposite real quick of belligerent who's i think i kind of know throughout every team here by looking at them but who's your one lock you never can drop ever you're stuck with them all all year whatever belligerent is yours gonna be gabe (laughs) Yeah, mine would be Gabe. Yeah, okay. I figured. Uh, I think mine's going to be Evolve just because um, he's probably one of the most mechanically skilled and just he always makes some crazy plays on captains and uh, who knows what he could pull off in the future of 5v5. So I definitely would not want to be losing Evolve. Uh, mine would probably be best Chuck NA. Just, I mean, as long with his mechanical skill and how good of a player he is. Not to mention, he has been with Flash X for how long? So, I know Flash has probably taught him a lot as far as you know the brains part goes. So, I think best Chuck is a pretty valuable asset to my team. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, fair enough. So, what we can do now is. Obviously, the 5v5 talk, uh, you know, who's your all-star team? Vainglory did tweet that out. 
That was a big thread they had going. Uh, Dowsey, he also tweeted out more of the hero side. If you had to draft five players and, you know, thinking about how 5v5 may, may end up, you know, the different heroes, the different abilities they're going to start, you know, forming into, like Blinder already mentioned, that weapon power, Arden up in the lane, uh, the top lane. Um, looking at your players, you can, you know, let's maybe assign some of our, our players, some heroes to play in this 5v5. Um, we're not going to do it if someone picks it up. We can't do it. It's pretty much free game. So belligerent, who's your top? Who's your top? Is it? Wait, who is it? Oh, it's Cavalifar. Okay. Uh, so for Cavalifar, hmm, who am I gonna draft? I would probably go with Rona for Caval. Okay. Probably one of the strongest, his strongest heroes, plus a really strong bruiser. So, um, talk about a red mist with a breaking point in a group of five people. That's going to be insane. <laughs> um, so I did respond to Dowsey. This this is a long time ago. This was November 1st when that tweet happened. And I did say Weapon Power Arden uh, for my top. My top is going to be that Lone Delphi slash Dark Potato. So um, I think Weapon Power Arden would be awesome. I know Dow or, uh, Tasty Bacon loves Weapon Power Arden. Especially with he has the kit of, you know, a Vanguard and, um, you know, a Gauntlet. You know, Gauntlet's going to be able to lock down a lot more people possibly. Maybe separate uh, groups of people and have your team focus down two or three players. Uh, I think an Arden would be crazy. See, you know, in my opinion, you know, just throwing this out here, not that we're actually doing this, but I think you lose that matchup. The What do you mean? What matchup? Delphi's strength is on ranged carries. Samuel's mm, okay. uh, Celeste, he's not uh, like he's really good on Kroll, but he's not the most adept melee player. Um, right. So I think that that's that's a risky <laughs> risky matchup for you if you're gonna put like an Arden on a lone Delphi. Um, just because I think I think he is better suited for ranged heroes. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. He will. He will. He will learn by then. He will <laughs> learn the ways of ranged heroes. Well, uh, he was one of the most committed on Nova at learning new heroes. When I would ask him to learn somebody, he would. Yeah, I never had to worry about him coming back. I mean, sometimes he would come back and go, "Look, I just can't make this work yet." But never had to worry about him coming back and going, "Nope, I didn't even try it." Yeah. Uh, is Lance ranged? Lance has like an insane poke with his no, giant but, sword. Yeah, you, so yeah, like if I were you, if my top laner was Delphi and I wanted a brawler, I'd put him on Lance. Right. Because his Lance is godly. Yeah, yeah. So. All right, so I'm going to stick with the Arden just because that's who I want to see. So either way, makes sense from Belligerent though. Um, Delphi definitely excels on heroes like the Samuel and those type of heroes. Um, Scarf too. I'm going to throw out Scarf. I like Scarf a lot. Uh, so crude, who's your top laner and who are like bruiser, I guess. And what, what hero are you putting them on? So top is for me would be hammy. Um, I mean the jewel, I guess kind of, if you look at it as far as being a bruiser, eh, that's yeah, not really, but jewel has got a lot of defense of uh, perks, I would say. Yeah. I just, I don't, it's not really, <clears throat> I don't know. Jewel's a, interesting one it's got range it's got yeah i don't know 
But Jewel would be one. Glaive would be another option. Uh, I'm just trying to think of other people. Pick one, fool. <laughs> okay. Uh, then I'm going to go with Glaive. Okay. Glaive is interesting. Um, I don't really have much of an explanation for it, but we're going to yeah, go with Glaive. With Glaive is an interesting pick. You know, when we start talking about 5v5, and I touched on this a little in my podcast, and I, you know, maybe we get into it in this podcast as well, or maybe we just go through it as we talk about the different heroes that we would think uh, or think to take. But, you know, Glaive's strength is his afterburn repositioning. Right. But that's just, that's really single target. And, mm-hmm. and I fear what's going to happen to Glaive when you get into especially late game team fights and there's just like, you can't single out like one person you're trying to focus. Cause you got four others there and Glaive's afterburn. Like I'm, I really, I'm really scared. Like Glaive is just going to disappear from the meta because you afterburn in, you reposition somebody and then the rest of their team jumps Glaive. And even if you get the kill on the person he afterburn, it's it's a almost an instant one for one trade, is where in a three v three Glaive can get away with an afterburn because there's only one, you know, assuming he's not afterburning the captain, there's really only one damage dealer that's attacking him after he puts himself yeah. out of position. Yeah, but what if he's one v oneing up in like that top lane and he like the snowball effect? You no, can look it, at it the other way. It'll be good for too. early. Yeah, it'll be good for games yeah. early. But when it comes to five five team fights, the late games, which Vanglory may turn into, it. I yeah, that's what I was going to already say before. Yeah, you brought but, it up. but you're talking about putting them in the lane, and so even if you afterburn the other top laner, the other top laner is going to be somebody like Arona or a Weapon Power Arden if you're Endless or Tasty Baby. <laughs> You know, or a lance possibly, or something like that, a bruiser. So there's no way you're gonna afterburn them and then down. burst them down. You're gonna afterburn them. They're gonna turn around and walk back under their turret, and you know, you're you're just kind of spinning your tires, yeah. so to speak. At least, at least the way I envision it. Uh, you know, there's some great right. players out there. They could prove me wrong. Uh, I think Glaive could make a great jungler because you know just that because of how many different routes there are on the map that they've shown us there's just going to be ways for him to sneak up from behind anybody and get a great gank off which will help a laner snowball but i don't see lane glaive necessarily working in 5v5 at least not in the top lane that would be my fear oh uh, yeah you're gonna have other heroes that you think about that have those things in their kit that kind of lock them down in place and it's kind of risky using those abilities obviously kashka's yummy cat and frenzy uh if you try to stun someone and that whole team decides to focus you while you're taking your time to stun them you know that's not necessarily going to be uh the best situation so yeah that's going to be interesting to see if uh we would go through some of these heroes and see eh, if they're going to work out for 5v5 on, or not on the other hand in the middle of a big team fight a fully stacked uh what the hell is it whatever his ultimate is called is that twisted no the twisted, twisted stroke. stroke what is That's his the... what is his ultimate called who glaive, glaive. oh the song was it something burner so <laughs> stunning some like the talent is stunning blood song that's what it blood is song, yeah that's on the yeah so it, you know you stack that blood song you know fully and then you're in the middle of five people you could probably create quite a bit of sustain because that all does lifesteal for you so if you hit all five targets or even four targets i mean that could make glaive pretty tanky uh when you're talking late game and team fights so 
Yeah. True, true. I did I just think in five v five he might be a questionable lane pick. Okay, well, if we want to move to mid, traditionally is our mid gonna does does mid have to be necessarily the weapon power or the crystal, or will that really vary? Well, I, I'm sure that's gonna vary and I'm sure sure we're gonna see different things. Uh in like in my experience, which is smite, uh smite is typically your mid laner is a mage. Uh, you're you're generally talking like somebody with a lot of crowd control, wave control, things like that. Okay, so right. if you want to go along with that rule for your mid player here, is your mid going to be Techno JJ? Yeah, in uh, in my uh, in on my roster, Techno, I would put in the mid. Um. And I would put him on Scarf, I think. Scarf, okay. Um, <clears throat> Scarf is going to be interesting. I think Dragon Breath may be that much more viable with that many more people to uh, try to burn down. I think Scarf is in Celeste. Both those mages will be interesting to see how they do in those team fights. Yeah, I was trying to decide between Scarf and Celeste. And just thinking back to Fnatic, like Scarf is always that pick that you have to fear for them both on Tetno and Palmatoro. So uh, that's why I went with Scarf over Celeste. All right. So for my um, mid person, I'm going to go with Hundor. Um, let's see. How, who can I, I know who you're going to go with? Do you? Yeah, I do. Who, who do you, who you should go with? I know who you should go with for Hundor. Yeah. Well, my opinion is Celeste. Okay, is that what you're gonna say, Belligerent? Yeah. Okay, so Celeste was um, going to be my choice, but um, I was thinking about who else would be interesting to have a big AOE, um, maybe even a little more crowd control. So I'm actually gonna pick Samuel. I think maybe a little Samuel, a little drifting dark in five v five. That'd be kind of interesting, definitely with. Um, the whatever his ultimate is called you know it would be interesting if you have hundor as your mid because like everything that you were explaining right now was pinging one character in my brain and samuel was not it okay so crowd control area that for me triggered baptiste (laughs) Uh, no, I'm. Ooh, you also got to put in the fact that he has Hundor in his middle lane. How about a CP Baron? Mm, yeah. That'd Especially cool. now that Baron has changed, where the CP does the same effect as as weapon power, yeah. where it triggers the jump faster rather than further range. I mean, Hundor is arguably one of the best Barons in the world. CP Baron, CP Baron is super strong right now. And God, can you imagine a grouped-up team fight just getting bombed with these stupid mortars that slow everybody? You know, or the I mean, ion cannon. Yeah, the or ion, the well-placed ion cannon. I mean, you know, that's like if you wanted to go outside Celeste, that's where I would have went with Hundor. But you went with whoever you went with. I forget. Samuel again. I think it's a, a hero. He's probably never played. 
that oh i think you're missing the point here that i'm not necessarily going <laughs> off of what's meta currently who which player plays which hero best i'm literally picking heroes that i think would be fun to see in 5v5 because we have no idea what the meta is going to be like anyway oh so we're not taking who we picked into consideration i mean you can i'm personally yeah, that's what i've been can, doing but, yeah you, oh, you can that's what I've been i'm personally doing, right. not. just like i will with i mean how many times how many times you've seen hammy on glaive like i mean he's played it but dnzo i would be recently. taking into consideration like but. okay so if if i wasn't thinking like along and and tetno can probably do that too but i think uh celeste probably gonna be really good in the mid lane well let me throw this out that's here. who go on crude i was gonna say that's who i was gonna take for best chuck celeste or vox was like two of my so is your box gonna be weapon power or is your box gonna be cp now that there's five people and that's maybe cp yes, becomes i don't know it's probably probably CP might but, be okay, a little so, bit. So here's the thing that I want to bring up, and as far as I know, it hasn't changed uh, because it's very specific in the description. But like I remember Flash even talking about it on one of his streams about uh, people, you know, certain heroes are going to need nerfs when it comes to five v five because they're going to become OP. But Chris, Crystal Vox, I don't see is getting any stronger or weaker in five v five. Because his bounces are still limited to just two targets. So you don't think they'll adjust that in any way? It's not like it's suddenly going to bounce to four targets. Well, I just didn't know what they're going to adjust. You know, Crucible is only put in there for, you know, the other two heroes. So I just didn't know what would be changed to me and I think to every other player. They're going to no, be like, oh, like, they're going to bounce believe, to everyone. Like, like if you if you think about the way that crucible is worded, I'm pretty sure it's something along the lines of triggers a reflex block for, for allies. your entire team. Yeah, yeah, for allies that are in range. Yeah. As where Crystal Vox or Vox specifically says his resonance is only two additional targets. So um and that as far as we've known. Do what? Yeah, you broke up there, crude. Oh so, sorry. Hold on. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I was I was just saying that's because that's all we've ever known. Like they've never had when they when Vox came out, it's not like there was the option for more targets other no, than no, two. Yeah, because there is. Because if you think about it in the lane, it will bounce to two additional lane minions. It doesn't bounce to the whole thing. It only yeah. goes to two additional minions. Uh, and that's what I'm saying. It's like uh, Fortress's Wolves. It says it it uh, summons a wolf for every enemy hero so that could you know that implies to me that in 5v5 it'll summon five instead of three as where you know crucible says for all allies in range so that to me implies it will crucible the entire team vox has two additional targets resonance bounce it specifies two in the description i wonder if it will be like the closest hero that those will bounce to or how that whole well yeah i'm I'm sure it'll have the still the same targeting system <clears throat> yeah um you know right now i it it um if a enemy hero is in range it will prioritize the hero over, over the, the minions. minions but you'd still it's not like you're gonna have a, a four or five bouncing everywhere fight <laughs> and suddenly now you're getting four or five bounces now a good vox especially like you know if you're going crystal you would just switch targets so you know some of the targets that it's not bouncing to now you do damage on that target and it'll still hit some of the you spread the, the targeting around 
so you could spread it out that way, but it's not like you can just hit their captain and expect to kill all four of their carries. True. All right, so Crude, you picked Celeste. Um, no, I'm going to go with Vox. Okay, okay. Uh, and that's on Best Chuck in the mid. Best Chuck. Crystal okay. Vox in, yeah. in the mid lane. Okay. Yeah. All right, so then Junglers. Did you decide on Gabe then? Belligerent? Yeah, Gabe would be my jungler. Um, I think I need to pull up a hero list because I'm really trying to think about what jungler I want. <laughs> I have mine pulled up right now. Do you? Yeah, I was just yeah. thinking about that because I'm probably forgetting somebody. Uh, but I don't know who Gabe jungles, so I can't really take him into consideration. Uh, guy. It, you know, without you even saying that, I was going to say Sky is going to be my jungle yeah. just because of her, you know, how fast she can get around, kind of the crowd control, the zoning control. Uh, Sky would be my jungler. Is that who we're done doing right now is our junglers? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so, hmm. Dang. Kind of upset that I already put Samuel out there. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm going to go. This is going to be kind of. No, I like Baptiste. I think Baptiste will still be a decent jungler. I don't know how quick. I don't know if like clear speed is going to be really important. Like I really don't have an assassin out there. And that's what I was kind of looking at. Trying to figure out if I need an assassin. Because obviously that's still important but i don't know i think i'm still going to be a really strong jungler yeah i mean is you know i was looking at ozo as well um that's don't talk about him all right i'm gonna go with uh, (laughs) i'm just kidding yeah i'm gonna go with baptiste because i'm still going off the fact that i like cc in 5v5 for whatever reason so crude who are you gonna pick for your jungle Well, I was debating between Ozo and Alpha. Now, the reason for Alpha is kind of the AoE area of, well, I guess his prime directive, you know, if he can splash that onto other targets if they're all grouped up, not to mention his uh, ultimate, you know, that does quite a bit of damage if they're all grouped up. We have a new Uh, hero in the game? What? Do we have a new hero in the game? No, I... I'm just curious when Alpha became a he... Okay, she. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Whatever. Broken, broken going to ke- call you out for every little detail you miss. Broken, broken Ken doll alpha. Yeah, whatever. You know what I'm, you know I was going <laughs> off of. I wasn't even thinking about gender. You know, it's 2017. So. Alpha um, can identify with whoever she or he yeah. wants to. Yeah, for sure. But then the other reason with Ozo, like you were saying, Endless, that assassin in the jungle, uh, I mean, he's got a lot of, you know, a, ability to move around. I don't know. I just, oh, man, I don't know with all these options. I, it's going to be, I'm going to go with Ozo. Fair enough. Bouncy, bouncy, bouncy. <clears throat> yes. Shout out to Humanist. <laughs> humanness will like that yeah i think ozo will be uh probably a fairly strong jungler he can do a lot of damage um 
very quickly and his sustain is going to be much greater when you consider there's going to be more targets to hit with those rings and things like that. The uh, only so more lifesteal. The only thing I don't like is his ultimate with the 5v5 because it only goes on to one person. You know what I'm saying? Like it kind of yeah, becomes even more irrelevant. Yeah, but you forget that. Um, okay, so two things. A, his ultimate goes on to one person and propels them in the opposite direction. So you're talking about being able to get on a back laner or being able to reposition them up for your team uh similar to like an afterburn in a way the other thing you may be forgetting because in 3v3 it kind of doesn't happen that much is where 5v5 i think it'll happen more is it does damage to anybody it passes he knocks them aside and causes damage to him yeah i mean that's a good point so i i think ozo will see be a little bit stronger stronger jungler than he is in 3v3 uh unless you're playing against endless team who has like infinite crowd control and yeah, Ozo's gonna be trying to roll through and bounce through all these stuns and all this other BS, but yeah. Okay, so next would be bottom, I believe. Yep, bottom. Okay, so uh bottom laner. This is tough. Let me think about who the uh, the carries are here. Um, you know, in this situation, I'm also going to take into consideration who I have, who I picked, which is Truth, to be my bottom carry. But I also think that this hero will do very well in a five v five. I'm going to take my hero. I'm going to take Idris. Oh, never mind. I'm good still. I'm going to take CP Idris. Yeah. Uh, because Truth makes some really great plays on CP Idris. It also gives a glass cannon great escapability, and that Chakram going through three, four, five people in the middle of a team fight. Oh my god! So yeah, I'm gonna go with Idris there. Now I have a feeling that Endless is gonna take a mine. So this well, be good. I'm I have a completely flawed team, so I'm gonna lose to everyone in the world because I realize the hero that I really wanted DNZO on. Well, never mind. I mean, well, no. Okay, I wanted to put Dianzio on Adagio because Adagio, like, he does amazing with Diageo. Adagio, and he plays well. But if I put him on a Crystal Adagio, now I have nothing but Crystal-powered people on my team, and I have no weapon power. But uh, I guess he could play Adagio with um, the weapon-powered path. I was just thinking about Adagio's ultimate and being like, holy crap, that'd be pretty sweet to see. Obviously, I was going with my theme of crowd control, so I was like, hmm, a lot of, uh, you know, crowd control when it comes down to his, uh, you know, whatever his alt is called, the verse of judgment, so that'd be pretty the sweet. The easiest thing in the game to block. Yeah. Still would be cool, not when you can't block the um, the fear, can't block the gauntlet, can't block the sleep from Samuel. Anyways, whatever. <laughs> So you're going with Adagio? Yes, sir. All right. So we're doing bottom. I think I'm going to go with Kestrel. Even though that's old school and doesn't play it very often. I mean, it doesn't really fit. But I can just imagine kind of like what, what Belligerent was talking about with like Idris. Uh, you know, with those CP arrows, they can just tear through. You're going uh, CP? You know, wait, wait. Portal. You're going to go CP Kestrel? Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's interesting. 
Okay. I mean, now once again, meta could be completely different. So I know we don't see CP Kestrel in the lane right now in 3v3, but it's not like we've never seen it in the lane, not in the lane before. Yeah, no, right? I mean, it, it could absolutely work uh, because like uh, CP Kestrel, you already build glass cannon and that's typically what you're going to want to do with your ADC or splash damage. Like, see, I was considering Kestrel for mine, but I was thinking weapon Kestrel because of truth. But with so many bodies to body block, it's just going to be really hard for those glimmer shots. So I can yeah. see CP Kestrel working. Um, you know, I would also give serious consideration to CP Kestrel in the jungle just because she'd be able to move across that map uh, stay invisible forever and the additional yeah. speed she gets from the mist uh, lots of places to ambush people with the mist things like that so yeah i mean i it's it's definitely thinking outside of the box so i give you props for that and i could see it working so <clears throat> okay so the last one is our captain it's gonna be interesting wait Hi. hold on okay i got a comp i got a compliment from belligerent let's write that down real quick i just want to throw that one out there <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure it's not the first time. No, I know. I'm just it's probably, with you. It's probably, I, I don't think he's ever given you a compliment when you guys play together, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that's true too. <laughs> yep, that is very valid. I can't help it that he fountains my corpse. <laughs> you know what? Uh, if you were dead. All right, all right. No, we're done. Um, I feel like I feel like this is a Von C Flash X relationship. Von C yelling, Flash X like you're an idiot. Wait, was it you that I was playing with Captain the other night? And like whoever was captain on our team i think it was you it might have been the other guy we were playing with but you're like oh i still got fountain i'm like what are you gonna use <laughs> yeah no that was not me that was him because he was okay. also lyra and you were talking about popping the <laughs> yeah no that was not me i was i was jungle that game you i remember playing. i was playing with somebody and yeah, they're yeah. like we're in a team fight in the lane and like both carries were like below half health. It's like, all right, I, I yeah. still got fountain. And then they jump on one of us. I'm like, when are you going to use it? <laughs> you got a little aggressive. I remember that. All right. Lulz. Anyway. So captain, I'm interested to see what we have, who we think are going to be the best captain in some of these five, five situations. So belligerent, who are you putting flash on? Oh, can I give two different answers? That's fine. No. I guess so. No. So like <laughs> I get to go I, last. <laughs> I think in general, just generally speaking, I really like our Arden as a captain in 5v5. Okay. Um but if like we're talking specifically Flash, I really like the idea of Churnwalker in a 5v5. I mean, that's yeah. what he was kind of made for, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, with all those chains, just so much damage and so much sustain, it's going to be ridiculous. So uh, definitely the the best churn walker we've seen. Really the only one I think we've seen make it work with consistency. You know, we've seen Evol and Gabe get a win here. But, you know, with TSM and Flash, it's like we have to ban churn walker. So talking specifically Flash X, then yeah, churn walker. Uh, but, you know, I could also go with Arden because Flash is a god on Arden. Uh, but I think Arden will play, will be very popular uh, in the 5v5 scenario. Um, yeah, so I also think Lyra will, you know, Lyra might get hurt a little bit now that I think about it. Just because now you have so many more targets to spread your healing out. 
And if you throw it in the center of a team fight, not only are you spreading it out between multiple targets on your team, but now it's depleting even faster because of it's damaging multiple targets on the enemy team. So I could really see Lyra getting hurt. I know Grace is going to get hurt because she's only a single yeah. target heal. And even Same with, with Adagio. Yeah. Well, see, like I could see Adagio um, excelling because when you think <laughs> of all the all the what? damage he could do with the fire, like I'm not thinking of Adagio as necessarily a healer in that situation. I'm I'm, th- I'm thinking about, about healer. I'm thinking about the damage that he could do with the fire from the heals. Um. So, you know, I don't, I mean, I think we'll probably see Adagio maybe similar to what we're seeing him kind of now, which is not often, but still has a place. Um, so, yeah, but I would go with, for Flash, I would go specifically with Churn Walker, uh, but in general, I would probably go Arden. All right, so I'm going to definitely take my captain into uh into consideration, Evol, uh, you know, I think putting him on Lance is a good idea. Uh, I kind of already have a healer if I consider Adagio a healer, but not not if he's weapon. I wouldn't really work. But um, five in five five team impales, five person impales. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Five person get the in walls. You know, Evol is gonna make some crazy things happen. I feel like uh, I still think you know. If, Lance, I could be wrong, but I feel like Lance is still going to be viable. Um, Crude, I don't know. We've mentioned Grace, Lyra, Arden, Churnwalker, Lance. There's one main one left. I don't know if that's who you're going to yep. pick. but Yeah, it is, especially with who my captain is, Keanu Nikoa. I'm going to go with Catherine. Um, I mean, the silence is still what? crucial. What? Nothing, never mind. <laughs> Wait, you can't just say what in the middle of my explanation and then... Just he was say nothing, gonna basically take your pick and trash it. <laughs> well, like what I was thinking, one see, like to me, Catherine isn't a main captain anymore. She's just she's back to being as weak as she was when everybody ignored her. And with okay, 5v- I'm not talking about but, but, but this listen, meta though. With five v five, you're talking about even more people that die of pastor and even less peels she has. Uh, yeah, so once a game, you might get lucky and get all five people lined up for a silence. Um, I just don't see, like, and then when you said I'm thinking, Ke- like, when I think Keanu and kind of the captains we haven't talked about and somebody who could play really fucking well in 5v5, I'm thinking Finn. I thought you were going to say Finn. Quibbles on multiple opponents, the the polite company to give fortified health to three, four, five people at the same time in the same team fight. Imagine landing a hook pull into a quibble stun on three or four opponents to block. (laughs) I mean, yeah, that might be. If you you tell me Adagio is always the easiest one to block, you have to throw out there that Finn's ultimate is the easiest one to block. All right. So after this podcast, we'll go get in a, a match and, We'll see how many hook pulls you block versus how many Adagio stuns you block. Do you, am I playing in VGA? No, we're not talking about my ability here. <laughs> we're talking about the professionals. Ability. I would say even in VGA, Finn hook pulls get blocked less than Adagio ults. It's like Adagio ults are happening in the middle of a team fight when a Finn hook normally happens in the beginning when a captain has their finger hovering over Crucible, literally waiting for it hey, to happen. 
let's go ahead and get back to my pick here, since you all got the trash real quick and then switch <laughs> off on the abilities. I think all that right. Catherine will be a good pickup, not only because she'll be able to tank up a lot of damage, you know, five five people thrown out, well, four people thrown out damage. Uh, that shield, you know, bounces back, deals a little bit of damage back to the opponents. Not a whole lot, but a little bit. Uh, so I'm going with Catherine, and I don't care what any of you think. And you know so what? I think guys. that, you know, Blitter made good points about how people can run past her even more now. But you have to think about maybe who else you're going to have on your team, and maybe there's going to be even more crowd control, and they're going to have other people to be worried about besides just Catherine. Obviously, you know, Catherine. Well, and, and here's kind of my thought about what Crude just said as far as the shield. 5v5 with more targets. Uh, now you're talking about more targets that they can switch on to, so they don't need to hit the they don't need to hit the Catherine. They wait for her to put the bubble up. They focus somebody else. When her bubble goes down, they focus back on her and take her out. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're endless team and you have just splash damage out the ass, <laughs> then you can't help but hit Catherine. And yeah, you probably do kill yourself on the Catherine. <laughs> Who knows, maybe Catherine builds a little crystal power because another hero on their team is also building some support items. Ooh. Are we going to see some Strategy. support? Are we going to see some major support items coming out of the top lane? Mm, I wouldn't think so. A little more tankiness, I mean, on their end. I mean, may, maybe more like a build where you go... Uh, two offensive that gives you some sustain, and then you hit your two tier three defensive before you finish your third item. Uh, Why not throw a crucible in there though to try to help block up stuff with your captain? You know what I'm well, saying? Well, if you're if you're facing endless's team, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. You know, I mean, if you have my team, I also want my jungler build crucible because like Gabe is the best crucibler in the world. So yeah, but. In general, I don't know that we see a whole of additional utility items coming out of the top jungle, but you never know. See, so yeah, I, I disagree with you on that one, Blizzard. I think someone else has to help pick up some slack because one Crucible does not, with you know, just like you said, exactly with Endless's team, there's so much crowd control that can come out of four players, yeah, so, or I guess five players now. So uh, what are you guys envisioning for 5v5 in this map? Do you just envision that five player, because that's the way you guys sound, like five man impales, five man Githian walls and shit like no, five man. Do you just, do you just envision everybody standing on top of each other? I mean, no, but I okay. So, so something, something that requires a crucible, you're still only talking about maybe you know, one, two, three targets. And so they all have Aegis built and they use their own reflex block. Yeah, but you got to think that Vainglory literally makes heroes and almost every hero has some type of CC. Every hero in their kit has CC. So I feel like no matter who you pick, there's more and more things out there now to uh, being blocked. Sometimes, look at Baptiste, two two items of CC. The ordained and the fearsome shade, like yeah, but in most cases the ordained you're just gonna wait in until it dissipates, or like we see a lot of people in VG8 do, they're just gonna walk into it, get stunned, and then continue walking. Um, it's not that hugely influential. I'm not saying that there's not gonna be times to build a second crucible, and maybe like a top laner would forego a uh, weapon or or I'm sorry, armor or shield, like if you're going against Endless Team who has one weapon carry on his team, you know, maybe you forego the armor and you build a crucible instead of the, the metal jacket or something. 
Um, so I'm not saying you're not going to see a second crucible out there, uh, but he asked if, you know, we're going to see additional. And I just, I don't, I think your top lane are still going to have to end up uh, with three items, three uh, offensive items. Yeah, you also have, you know, war, uh, war treads, maybe Norway gauntlet. That's something that hasn't been around for a while. Who knows if that will change uh, in the 5v5 world. Um, maybe if just three people have a Norway gauntlet on their pocket and they just start throwing silences out, that could get annoying. <laughs> I feel like he was waiting for a response to that. I have just been used to you <laughs> taking everything I say and saying, well, that doesn't make sense. So I was waiting for that. <laughs> oh, I, I think three null, null wave gauntlets on a team is kind of self-explanatory, so I didn't really need to say it. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh, okay, guys. Well, um, we have our final teams. Do we even remember what our final teams are? You mean mm-hmm. for heroes? Yeah, heroes. Yeah, yeah my <clears throat> mine was Rona, Scarf, Idris, uh, and oh, Sky and Chernwalker slash Arden. Mine was Kestrel, Glaive, uh, Vox, Ozo, Catherine. Um, mine was. Lance, Baptiste, Adagio, Samuel, and Arden. So um, I think I lose. And <laughs> mostly because I can't crucible fin hooks. So uh, that's probably why I'm going to lose. <laughs> or or uh, block Catherine's silence. So that might be another easy one. Yeah, really easy that's, one. that can be an easy one. Well, all right. Well, we have now talked for an hour and 10 minutes. We have extended this very long. Um, I think it was a fun time. I had a blast. I had a blast I... picking a fun team. Yeah. I, d- I definitely yeah, didn't sure. win. I, like... <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait for 5v5. I'm so, like, just sitting here looking at all these, uh, just, uh, I can't. I cannot wait for December 14th, man, just to see it. 17th, but that's okay. Yeah, okay. Well, it starts on the 14th. But yeah, you're right. We won't see it till the last day. Okay, so here, let me... Uh, oh, boy. I want to do something. No, it, it shouldn't take too long. Okay. All right, so let me read these off. And again, these are just NA players. This includes the subs and stuff. So this is what is left, even after we took some EU players. Um, so you have four uh, of these players. Maybe, f- yeah, four of these players... Uh, would have to be picked at some point. But just listen to this list, okay? Lucky Bread, Pawn the Original, Sibs, Max Green, Zelsiar, Chicken, Status, Eliminate, Eco, Hide, Gatsby, Playboy, Afro, Lost Boy, Toph, Xenotech, Lulu, Mac Daddy, and Slop Top, I think his name is, the, the sub for Gangstars. Uh, so build another five-man team out of that. And as you as you consider that, I want to go back to my point where I'm really scared about what's going to happen to Vainglory as Hold far on. as. I have to interject real quick. I don't know uh-huh. who Gatsby is, but I do know who Blessed is. So, uh, <laughs> Blessed would be on my team. 
Every everybody knows Gatsby. All a few <laughs> people know he changed his name to Blessed. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. So yeah. I mean, when, when you look at that list and kind of who's we only built f- three teams with two subs. Yeah. You know, now obviously our teams aren't you know teams aren't going to end up this way because you know. <clears throat> probably not going to see C9 split up, probably not going to see TSM split up. So it's going to be a little different. But when you start talking about like how depleted the player pool is going to get, you know, I, I how are you going to make eight five-man teams that are competitive? It's going to be some type of org. I don't even know. I don't know. Players are going to have to find more time to get better because we've seen... We saw challenger battles. We see two new teams coming in to VGA out of challenge battles. And we look at the teams that were left in challenge battles. And, yeah, I'm not really jumping the gun to pick them up on my teams right now. So it's going to be yeah, I think it'll so, be rough starting out, but I think it'll get better, obviously, as time goes on. So It's possible, yeah. I hope so. I mean, people... this podcast is going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at Calamity. Look, I mean. The team that they've put, like some of those players on there, are more well known compared to the challenger teams. But the challenger teams beat them because you know they've probably been together for a while, had the communication. So that's what I'm saying. Like you get five v fives, even if it's in the challengers and stuff. People that get together and play together and have the strategy and the synergy and all that, you know, I think they can work their way up. Just because we don't know their name now doesn't mean that they can't well, be doing. I mean, <clears throat> I'm not saying they can't work their way up into the VG8. I'm saying, right, like, if you think about the rosters as is, okay, so think yeah. about C9, Gabe, Old School, I Love Joseph, and Wrecked. Uh, you know, you add one more player to that mix that they pick up, or maybe they use their other sub, I forget his name, it starts with an A. Uh, you know, who, know. who who's going to, I mean, when you talk about somebody who just came up from the challenger team, who's going to compete with that? Like I'm even kind of worried for TSM if Flash ends up retiring. Yeah. Right now, now all you have is Best Chuck and Von C. You got to find three more people. Uh, you know, no, I'm sure with more practice and more synergy, Lucky Bread would be great at stepping in. Um, but you know, you start looking at these teams, and yeah, so other teams can come up and make it to the VG8 because there's eight slots open. But who's going to compete with, like, I mean, even what C9 already has built, who's going to compete with that? I mean, unless, like, TSM would pick up, like, Tribe and, like, you know you know what I'm saying? Like, they combine actual yeah. organizations somehow well, I, or whatever. You know, but... and I, I mean, I think Tribe is in a good place, too, because, you know, they got, you know, Zelsiar is a very solid sub. We've seen him sub in. We know, you know, yeah. I mean, he, he's, he can lane. He's filled in for Max as captain. So... You know, they're so they have a really strong team going for them. I personally like Sibs. Rogue. Yeah, I think Sibs is a yeah, really but, good player. Okay. All right, but uh, let's let's talk Sibs and Pawn the original two players that they couldn't make up their minds over. So mm. you know, that's that's how overwhelmingly good one of them is. It wasn't minds that but... nobody could could decide. And then I mean, only yeah. one of them can jungle. You got to think about other things and, going on okay, in their lives so, right but i mean okay so i mean if you want to think of other things going on in their lives 
and you want to say Pawn is the starter, okay? So you bring in Sibs, but can Sibs lane? I don't know if Sibs can lane. Sure he can. Because if you look at Pawn's hero pool, I have no faith that he can lane. Well, that's going to be the problem with 5v5. Things are going to have to change, and people are going to have to yeah, learn right. new roles. You're going to have to learn today. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just I'm I'm really curious about how how many like teams are actually competitive as far as can they just come up with eight teams? Yeah, they can come up with eight teams or even twelve teams if they want. There's enough humans playing the game, uh, but but only how many of those teams may be competitive? I am worried that, about maybe only say? two teams. Two being teams competitive. being competitive. Okay. <laughs> I mean, look at look at just you know forget throw out the autumn season. Look at summer and spring it was like tsm c9 and it didn't matter who else we're yeah. already there yeah well i don't know it's gonna be interesting to see we'll what to happens. find out stay yeah, tuned we'll definitely find out so yeah we're getting closer we're getting closer to hopefully answers being questions being answered i should say um it's gonna be interesting i really hope 5v5 works i hope it doesn't kill uh, the competitive scene. I hope we see some people having the, the motivation to uh, explore their vainglory knowledge, such as heroes or people like Sibs, you know, maybe becoming a laner. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, yeah, and I hope that it brings maybe some uh, MOBA players from other games that yeah. are, you know, can step it up a little bit. So we'll see. Yep, and that will be interesting as well. So that's all I have. Um, I. Yeah, everyone else good? Can we can we end this one? Yeah, yeah we can end. This was fun, though. This was, this was fun. fun. This was good. <laughs> yeah, so uh, overall theme of this uh, podcast was uh, my team. I won. Yeah, my, I, I don't know if you... Eh, yeah, yeah. I would say you, you probably were one of the closer <laughs> ones coming on top. I definitely, unless no one buys Crucibles on my enemy team, uh, I'm pretty much screwed. But other than that, uh, thanks for listening, guys. You can follow us at Time for Rolling Esports, TFR underscore Esports on Twitter. Um, giveaway is still is still going on. 6,000 ice up for grabs. If you have not signed up yet, please do. That'll be ending soon. Uh, my co-host, I appreciate the conversations tonight. It was fun. Go ahead and sign yourselves off. All right. You can find me at Twitter, CrudeSlothVG. And you can find me belligerent underscore VG. Uh, appreciate it, guys. I will talk to you all later. Cheers. Cheers. Have a good night. I won. <laughs> hey, guys, real quick before we sign off, I wanted to tell you about a great tournament that I love to watch and that I work with that is run by some great community members, the North American Champions League. This league has been running for multiple seasons and have given teams like Vision Gaming the chance to make a name for themselves and make it to Vainglory 8. Uh, if you have a team that you think can make a name for themselves, uh, then maybe you should sign up for a tournament in the future. Uh, you can do that. You can follow them on Twitter at uh, League. You can also subscribe to their YouTube and follow them on Twitch. Uh, as always, the links will be in the show notes, so make sure you check it out to get those links. And thank you for tuning in to today's episode. 
Thanks for tuning in to Time for Rolling. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play Music and subscribe for weekly episodes. Follow us on Twitter at Time for Rolling and at TFR underscore esports. Until next week for another edition of Time for Rolling.